0: Welcome back inside our Huskers Broadcast Center brought to you by Acres. They are the Midwest premier John Deere dealer servicing the equipment and service, advanced agriculture, and a whole lot more Acres solutions for every field. Greg Sharp, the head coach, Fred Hoyberg, with you. It's our men's basketball show for the week. Now, coming up in January, the week in January the 20th, that home game against Northwestern, that's going to be the alumni game, alumni weekend for Husker basketball. Nebraska's going to honor the 93-94 Huskers that won the Big 8 Championship tournament down in Kansas City. And we are delighted tonight to be joined by the head coach of that Husker team, Danny Nee, joining us tonight. Hey, Coach, how are you?
1: Greg, I'm doing well. I'm very excited about coming back to Nebraska, and I'm very excited about talking to you guys tonight. I've been looking forward to this for a while.
0: Well, it's great to have you with us. And, Coach, I know you're excited to have Coach Nee coming back here.
2: Well, a, a guy that I have a great amount of respect for. Actually, a guy that was, was in my dining room in, uh, <laughs> in Ames, Iowa back in 1990, I think it was, Coach, when, when you were recruiting me and came into the home visit. He was impeccably dressed. He had those piercing blue eyes. It was, uh, it was an unbelievable visit. And uh, he did a great job recruiting me He and his, uh, his staff. And I spent a lot of time, you know, Fred, I spent, it
1: wasn't, Fred, it wasn't good enough. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> get you out of here. Uh, you were the mayor and I couldn't get the mayor to leave.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, but, hey, listen, you made it, you made it tough though, coach. And you know, I, I remember back, that was back in the day before cell phones. So this was when you got letters all the time and you got telegrams okay. and you got, uh, you were on the phone and you had the cord back when you had the cord phone, you know, I would oh. sit down in my basement that I think was haunted actually. But uh, yeah, coach needed a, a phenomenal job and certainly a great coach. And that was a special year. That was a special team. Uh, I remember playing against that team. We got beat both times in Ames. And I think that game in Lincoln, we lost a oh, See, I, I didn't know
1: that, Fred. I, I didn't remember that. I thought any time we won in Ames, for any reason, it was very, very, very special. And, you know, you had a great boss there but you know I, I could understand why you couldn't leave home you know but we had to take a shot at you kids we had to <laughs> take the best shot we had we kept doing that and we ended up with some
2: good players yeah yeah you sure did and you know that pyakowski was such an unbelievable yeah, player special. oh and his movement yeah. and you know that team it was just so well put together with jaron boone and, and eric strickland and bruce chubbick it just had a great See, deal i'm, lo- I'm looking at
1: the roster fred and i i forgot like jamar johnson yep I mean, you know, he came out of Concord, Indiana, and he played with some famous people and was all everything, Mr. Basketball in Indiana, and this by hook or by crook, I don't know what happened, but we really, really pulled the ace, the rabbit out of the hat when we, we got him. I mean, it was really good. He he was really a good player. And then all these other guys, we, we controlled Omaha back in those days. You know, we had Terrence Badgett, you know, uh, we also had Jeron uh, Boone. I couldn't consider him from uh, uh, we, we, there. We did just some good players. Coming, and Rich King came out of there, too. But So we, we ended up having some good players out of Omaha. We started, and then we st- stole Chubbick, you know, out of, uh, he, you know, I considered him Omaha, too, but he's out in some the wilderness somewhere. And we <laughs> went out to see him. And, and, he, you know, he wanted to go to Iowa, you know, really, really like he was an Iowa fan. And when I went, we went in, he might have even had a black and gold jacket on. And I turned to his father. I said, "Man, we got a work cut out for us here." <laughs> you know, and he started laughing, and then it was just—it was just very interesting. But you were a really important part of a, a shot that we had. And and then when you ended up in Lincoln, you know, I felt it was a great job. But since then, Fred, I'll be honest with you, with the adding of UCLA and USC. They're not doing you any favors.
2: <laughs> well, in Washington and Oregon as well. I mean, you're adding four really high yeah, I mean, basketball really good programs yeah. I didn't yeah. want
1: to mention it, but geez, damn, man, the the Big Ten, Big 14, whatever it is now, boy, it, it's it's challenging the Southeast Conference. I imagine you know for basketball for all sports. You know, I mean. It's it's really 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 going to be tougher and tougher. I watched a little bit of Michigan State this weekend. I didn't see your game. Congratulations on the win over K State. You know, I didn't even know you were playing, but I know going down to K State and winning in Manhattan on any circumstances is, is really a good win. It's like a, a Big Twelve, a Big Ten win. You know, you it's you, you you go into a place like that. It's tough to play and tough to win.
2: Yeah, it, it was it was a great win. The, you know, the Michigan State win really kind of got confidence for our team, and then you know to uh, bounce back and go on the road and get a big win. And you know how hard it is, Coach, when you go down to Bramlage. I mean, that was one of the tougher places to play. I always oh. thought in the Big Eight.
1: Absolutely, you know when uh, you know going back. I went to school there right after I graduated from college. I got my masters at K State, so mm-hmm. I spent one whole year in there with Coach Hartman. Is it you know? And and those they had great players, and but the um, Brambles wasn't even was being built at the time, and they played in that old building, you know, with the dirt floor. Yeah. But man, they they really had a home court advantage, and I really thought K State was a better basketball school than a football school at, at that time. You know, I mean, they were really Dana Altman then did a great job with them, and they they were really good, really tough. But um you got your hands, you got a full plate. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I know. I, I look at it, I go. I saw seeing How good the teams are, and how, how good the players are. Holy crap! I mean, it's 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 insane how it's changed. It's changed so much. Fred, I don't think college basketball made more changes than the last five years. I'm talking about the NCAA uh, allowing guys to transfer schools and be eligible, the NLI, the, all the different things, the three-point, all all the different things that have happened in the last five years has been a more of an impact on college basketball than any time in the last 25, 25 years because, you know, the NCAA used to run run the show. They don't run it anymore. You know what I mean, I, I don't even know what the hell they do, but they might be like <laughs> the Congress of the United States. Right. They, they go in there and they take attendance and they control the purses. But, man, it's, it's, it's insane what's going on now. With recruiting and how it's going, and and I see that you really I saw you play once. Uh, you your team has really really improved. But I'll tell you this, man, you got about two more levels you you have to have to climb to get where you want to be. You know, because yeah. everybody has good players.
2: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It, it it has. It's completely flipped and changed the way that that recruiting goes now. With being able to get an immediately eligible transfer and you know get a guy that uh, has already gone through some growing pains. And but it's it's made our job. Uh, you know, where after the season you used to be able to exhale a little bit and take a breath, and you know maybe step away and get a, you know go, go on a nice little getaway with your wife. You know, now that's our busiest time of year, and you just don't have any yeah. off yeah. season anymore, and it's 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 made it. Uh, very challenging, but it's the biggest, as you know, it's the biggest thing that we do. The thing I love about our team right now, Coach, is, you know, we've got a toughness level to us. And, you know, we had 22 oh, offensive good. rebounds. Good. And it's a very similar, you know, when, I, when we ever played your team, you know, the team's always had toughness. And that's what I admired about your group. And, you know, this team specifically the won that Big 8 tournament back 93-94, you know, that team certainly was one of the tougher teams that we played against. But
1: you know what you know what happened with that Fred is all those kids were with me a few years, you know what I mean, yep. so we started having a continuity, and then you know you bring a red shirt in or you bring a transfer in, and they're a little bit old Tom best like uh, they're a little bit old, Pikowski was red shirt, the Chubbick was red shirt you can you don't have that luxury anymore, so they grew up under our tutelage, you know what I mean, and, and the weight room became our friend, you know what I mean because I knew we were not going to have the Mcdonald all Americans, so we had to improvise and we needed continuity. You know what I mean? With the red shirts or anyone where we could get strength, size and depth. You know what I mean? But, and that's the key to those R years like that, that the big A championship, the three days in a row. And then you know how tough that is. I mean, we beat Oklahoma. Then we played, um, Kansas Jesus. And then we come back with Eddie Sutton <laughs> in big country on Sunday. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and, Big we were losing. Uh, Piakowski drops forty, and we pull it. Our fans are leaving the building, and we pull it out in an overtime, it's one or one, one or two overtimes. And then I just said, "Damn, you know, maybe this is the year that Nebraska has the Cinderella slipper." <laughs> I didn't. Know. And then looking back at Kansas, we had just beaten them the week before, ten days before, and I, I know. What Coach Williams is going to do. He's going to come in there like an animal and, and come after us. But we had a little bit of confidence. We had that win, and I said, "Guys, we're here, man. Let's just go for it. Let's go right for the throat. I you mean, know, and go after them and play physical, play tough, play a lot of guys, and try to wear them down. You know, and that's kind of what happened. And then, and then I remember Roy never got technicals. I mean, he, <laughs> he he was more reserved than you. He's throwing his sport coat on the floor. And, you know." And, <laughs> I walked up. I said, "Who the hell are you trying to be, Norm Stewart, Danny nee? you know, Billy Tubbs? You don't do that." And he looked at me and he kind of smiled. I said, "Roy, it's only a game." <laughs> and he. He cracked up, but, you know, yeah. it was, he was not to lose us twice. But you and, 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 then, and you know
2: how tough that is. I mean, you, when you win three games oh, in a row like that, the, how emotional, especially when you win an overtime game like that, and then have to bounce back and turn around and prepare your team oh, for the tournament, especially yeah. when you and play playing an early game. On adrenaline. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're running on adrenaline. And, you know, we always had the early game. They, they were Packing our bags, we were—we will were not even unpacking our bags. We were going home after the first game, you know. I mean, that crap. And then now we get—now we get to Sunday, and here comes Eddie Sutton rolling over you know, relaxed as he always is, big country. And I'm looking down at him, I'm going, "Oh crap!" You know, <laughs> how, how much is left in the tank? You know, I mean. so we're talking. and I said, "Coach, I hope you're ready to play against a lot of zone defense." Yeah. And he looked—he looked at me like I. Was great Caesar's ghost, you know what I Because, mean? <laughs> like, you know, he hated He hates zones. He hates it. Yeah. And I said, You're going to a long, big dose. You're a big country because you a big dose <laughs> of us hanging on him and playing his own. And, you know, and he thought I was kidding. And, man, we just stayed with it. And when we were behind, our fans were kind of booing at us because we, we stayed in a zone. And I said, "If we go out of the zone, they are going to spread us out, run his motion offense, and kick our ass. <laughs> so and I, I knew he was uncomfortable, you know, and then when I kind of said, "No no I'm not coming out of the zone." And then they, they, you know he, I, he finally realized that even if we were behind, we we're going to play zone, and that was like a real coaching. You know, change, and I don't even know if the press even picked up on it. <laughs> I mean, but we played our asses off, and then we changed up a couple of times. But when well, you have Piakowski, so the only thing we can do is get them, shots, get them shots, get them shots, get them shots. You know, and then the toughness of Bruce Chubbick, Terrence Badgett, Best. I mean, some of these guys. I mean, Eric Strickland. I didn't even mention. I mean, holy, yeah. they they were, Fred. They were warriors. They were they were men.
2: Yeah, you know, they were. <clears throat>
1: a whole lot of coaching going on. You know, we were doing strategy and stuff, but, you know, he didn't poke a bear, you know. I mean, he just let them play. And, you know, and then a lot of my big statement to them when we, we needed, I said, Eric, we need more, man. We need more, more points, more defense here. You know? And I, I would go down the line and go, look, man, you got to play like an old Alfred's player if you want to be in the NBA. You've got to be the best player on the floor at the end of the game. And he he took care of himself, and we had, you know, I thought we might have had the better team, you know, across the board, because I don't ever remember having a team that good. That's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, and Strickland was so, I mean, the toughness, the defense, he did everything. He could run the show. I mean, he and Jerron were so good in the backcourt. Yeah.
1: He was a little nasty. Strict was a little nasty.
2: Yeah, for you sure. I mean, he yep. had the
1: muscles from the football. And, he, man, he, he'd whack people or get into people and talk a little stuff. And, you know, get him, Eric. <laughs> Get Because <him." laughs> <laughs> we always gave him the best player. Yeah. And, you know, and I said, if you want to foul out in the first three minutes, you can. Or, <laughs> you know, you can try to play him the whole game and stop. Don't be an asshole about it. Save he fouls. <laughs> and he would be. And, you know, and I said, you know, the only way you get into the NBA is, is because of your defense.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and he turned into and a good scorer looking, at that he, level, too.
1: Yeah, he did. And he turned his head a little bit. At me. He goes, you know what? You know, Coach, I can shoot. I know you can shoot. i say he didn't shoot. Yeah. But I said the way he didn't get the NBA, to, he said there to be the best defender on the floor. And he started doing that. And then, you know, sure enough, the Dallas Mavericks fell in love with him. Wow. You know, and then he got a good contract. And then he got real stupid. He asked out of the contract because he wanted to get more playing time or more shots or something. And he gave up that contract, whatever contract he had, and he went somewhere else. And that caused him to bounce around because I, I know that they loved him down in, in Dallas. They, they just loved him. You know, And when Mark Cuban likes you, <laughs> you should say as close to Mark Cuban as you can <laughs> you know, and, he, so it was interesting the whole team, but when you said you're invited back, i was saying to myself, I don't even know the roster. you know. So I have it in front of me now. You know what I mean? Cheryl is the best.
2: Yeah, isn't she great? The she's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Now, when she first called, or when they first heard, of, man, I, I said I didn't know you know, if I wanted to come back. You know I mean? I just, I, I just didn't know. You know what I mean? My wife's not feeling good. That she just made. The, the hospitality. So you know, I said, you know, can I bring someone? You know, and I, I guess she was thinking my wife. I don't. But she goes, no, you can bring anyone. And I said, well, I want to bring my son, Kevin. And and you know, I was getting ready to say, you know, is there any chance of getting a ticket for? Her? She said, oh, we'll get the ticket, coach. We'll get him a room. We'll do everything. <laughs> and you just tell us where you want to fly out of, when, and she arranged the whole thing. We don't. We're coming in and out of Omaha, I guess, because they get us there together. And, oh, it was just, I mean, she really, 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 I thought, did an outstanding job. You know, with it, you know. Uh, So, of uh, course, when I got off the phone with you, the more I thought about it, I go, oh, man, I, I don't know if I want to go back to you. And I, I was saying to myself, well, I don't even know anyone. He, he, I mean, it's changed so much. I, I don't even know his coaches. I don't know his players. You know, Ken pavelka has gone, you
0: know. No, no, he's there. No, he's Josh still there. Ken's, Ken's still there. He's looking oh, forward to seeing you. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Oh, you see, uh, Oh, I misunderstood that. Greg, I thought that you took his spot.
0: No, no, I'm doing football. He's still doing basketball.
1: Oh, you see, I, I misunderstood that. Oh, I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Because he was with us in the good and bad years, man. You know, The years where after a game, he'd have a beer with me and talk to me. And I said, <laughs> He'd go, What do you think? And I go, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. We got to start winning, you know. So it was really interesting how it, the whole thing unfolded, and then it was like like a, a magic carpet ride. It happened so quick. The next few years, but then you know, Coach Devaney died, and then the whole thing started changing. And, and you know well now. You've gone to two different ads. You know, I mean, it, it changes. And, and as it changes, your know, your stability and you know you, you have someone writing you some good contracts because you know your stability is, is you got a, a great contract. I didn't have that or wasn't smart enough to keep it. You know what I mean, but anyway. But when the, the administration changes, you don't know. It's like the weather. You don't know what's gonna happen next. And the Fred, the conference you're in now, man. And I watched our girls lose yesterday. I'm just stunned, you know, they lose to Texas because you know, I just expected them to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Texas was so damn good. But I look at our girls, I mean, he, what what they've done in, in volleyball is close to the miracle on 34th Street. I mean, it's really, really special. Is it Coach Cook? Is that his name? Coach
2: Cook, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, man, and he's he's so much. It almost looks like a clone of Osborne. How he talks and his expressions. you know, looking at him and going, man, you just got your ass whipped. You just lost, and he got such always oh, a great year. God, says everything right. You know, so under control. Doesn't swear. You know, what I mean, and boy, you could see they have really, really, really a good team. I mean. I mean, those young women, they're they're really really good. They got that freshman of the year, holy mackerel! I and mean. and they're beautiful girls. But boy, volleyball is really. I like my daughter was a volleyball player, and I really like watching it now. And and I love watching the Huskers in volleyball. I mean, because you know you don't have to worry about the winning. They they usually win all their games. But um getting back to you now. I mean. There are a couple of years there, man. I'm saying, man, I'm glad I'm
2: not Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, hey, listen, we're, we're we're on the right path. We've had a, a last couple of years. it been a lot of fun. It's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, how it is coach. I mean, you have some teams that just every day you walk in the gym, you know what you're going to get out of your team. And, you know, that's the kind of group we got. They play hard. They compete. they They play for each other. And it's been fun, especially, you know, when you look at the... Fred, how, long you
1: know, you, how long have you been a head coach?
2: Uh, I was five years at Iowa State, four years in Chicago, and now this is five years in Nebraska, so...
1: Yeah, okay, so now you're at that 14th year. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you know, as, as you're blood and guts in it, and you're building it up, you're building and you start getting the 15th, the 18th, the 20th year, Damn. Bam. <laughs> and your wife is on you about you don't need the money you don't need to do this you're not seeing your kids grow up you know what i mean and then there's there's always a writer in town or a phone call on the show you're know, throwing the needle at you and going you know, you know you just start saying i don't need this crap <laughs> I, I just well you you got your son then he's a tough little cookie man. He, yeah he's
2: tough. T- he got his mother's toughness that's for sure
1: that's you know he's still so that that's kind of nice you know he was small enough to do that but I mean at a point and
2: um, how old are you? I'm fifty one, coach.
1: Oh, God. He's
2: got years left, Coach. He's got years (laughs) left.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, 50 is not old. No. But I think you've got anywhere from 8 to 10, to be honest with you. You start getting that late 50s, early 60s. Then you just start saying, gee, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Even the plane rides are uncomfortable. (laughs) I mean, never mind the bus rides. But um, the repetition of doing it over and over, longevity is not a characteristic of big time coaches anymore. You're know, longevity. It's just not because of the press, ESPN, the TV exposure. And now with the kids playing multiple choice, you know, you get a real good player, you start developing, and then he goes over to Kansas or he goes somewhere else, you know, and the transfer. And I mean, I'd have trouble remembering their names. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, 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 I don't know if I'd like that. I mean, you groom a for I know I would have never have been able to keep Piakowski, Javik, you know, Johnson, you know, I I, I don't think so. I mean, they would have stayed four or five years because they would have got better deals. You know, don't you think when you get a really good player, a young player, if one of your best players is a freshman or sophomore, don't you worry about either go to the NBA or, or go to another school?
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's always exactly. the challenge. Yeah, we've had it. We've had yeah. a couple freshmen that that have left and gone to the NBA after one year. And yeah, it's it's that that it does. It makes it a challenge, but it is what it is. I mean, it's here to stay, and you know, you just got to do the best you can oh, with it. Yeah
1: it's here to stay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, what's well, the only thing you can do. I mean, but man, when I look at it, you know, I, maybe I thought I should have been a lawyer a dentist or <laughs> uh, a guy to runs a grocery store. You know, I don't know. But, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's really interesting, but I still love it. I, I don't, I, I love play, doing it, but I don't like the pressure. You, you know what I mean? And I, I see it, you know what I mean? Like now here in, here in Pittsburgh, um, the head football coach of the Steelers has been here ten years, yep. and he's really, really, really pretty good coach, you know, and everything. And they've won a lot of games. And now the question, you know, he didn't call a timeout, you know, he didn't do this, you know, why he was doing that. And I'm saying to myself, man, you don't need that crap. Yeah. He's he never had a losing season in the NFL. He's been here ten years. Oh, no, he's great. Or fourteen yeah. years. So you know, he's really good. But um, I just say, boy. I I don't miss that, you know what I mean, at all or think about it. And the way the coaches changed now the the quickness of but the game, Fred, the game's really changed. Yep. I mean now you had years in the NBA, but man, I mean the N L I and, and and just a guy can leave school and go somewhere. Or how about after he graduates he can play another year? Yeah.
0: Holy or, crap.
2: Or two or three.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I I imagine if you can get you know, a formula going in and keep some of those kids around for a few years, you can start having some pretty good teams. But at the same time everyone else is doing the same thing. You know, so you know, you're never getting a leg up on anyone. That that's how I look at it anyway. But well, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Well, I'm really looking forward
0: we we need to get to a break. We are so excited that you're going to be back here in about a month. We've had a bunch of people in our chat room that I say they can't. They love listening to you and hearing your voice again. And you're going to get a huge ovation when you come to the arena in about three weeks.
1: Well, well, I'll tell you this. I'm. I, I think the team deserves it. You know I mean, I really think. you know, Fred, you said it was a special team, and and you know, oh man there's so many there was and there were some real characters on that team, too you yeah, I mean they were unique personalities and uh, um they earned it, you know what I mean, and they did something that no other Nebraska team has ever done, you know, win a big eight championship, and you know that's kind of cool and now that there's no more big eight you know we're we're in the big ten i yep. i don't know if it's possible now <laughs> to do that, but I hope you get a couple of runs and a good shot at it. But I'm excited about coming back with my son, Kevin, and um are going to be there, Johnny, on the spot.
2: Yeah. Well, good talking to you, Coach. We appreciate it. We'll see you uh, See in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Fred. Good luck. Yeah, thank Thanks, you.
0: Coach. Danny Nee joining us on our, our Woodhouse Auto Family Hotline. He'll be back for that alumni weekend, the game on the 20th of January against Northwestern. We're going to honor the 93-94 team, 30th anniversary of the Husker squad that went to Kansas City, won the Big 8 Championship special times at, at at that time it would have been Kemper, uh, Kemper Arena yep. it wasn't the T-Mobile Center wasn't open yet down there so that will be an amazing weekend